Welcome to I Don't Have My Shit Together, the podcast. My name is Georgia Fordyce and I'm here to show that I don't have my shit together so you don't have to either. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast and not have our shit together together. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I will give you a perfect example of me not having my shit together and that is I nearly forgot to record this intro this speaking intro. We did the interview like last week and so I've been editing it this week and then I was uploading it or about to upload it right now and then I thought I haven't done the speaking intro. I completely forgot about it. So yeah that's a great example of me not having my shit together. But we're here and um I'm really, really excited to share this interview and that's probably why I was just focusing on the interview because uh, it felt so good and I felt so happy after because the conversation was so natural, like had such a nice flow but also she really opened up and shared some deep things again. Like I'm so grateful to all my guests so far for being so open and vulnerable and, um, and really like just genuine also. And there were specific things that she speaks about that I just thought, oh my god, it's so refreshing to hear her say those things because it's exactly why I started this podcast. And I'll not give it away. You can just listen and you will <laughs> you will see for yourself. Um, as for me this week, I really, really have felt like I haven't had my shit together, but... Uh, I've spoken about it, I don't even know what that means, but in the stereotypical meaning of that phrase, I would say this week has been one of those weeks. There's been moments where like I felt really, really like just on it and in a super like good mood and good energy. And then there's been other moments where I really, really didn't and I felt really shit. And there's not been anything in particular, like no big reason. And I've just had to, and what I've been doing is like looking at myself, my current life situation, seeing if there's anything that I need to change. And I, and I am like, I'm putting energy into things that lights me up and really trying to listen to my intuition for what feels good and what doesn't while I'm in like a slight limbo in my life. But it doesn't so much feel like a limbo, it feels like I'm in a turning point and I'm choosing to like start a new chapter and that can be like a bit uncomfortable and embracing the unknown is something that sounds easy but it's not easy when you're actually doing it and That's why I've just really tried to listen to my intuition, what my body is saying yes or please, please no to. (laughs) Um, So I've been doing that and, but on top of that, like I've had this feeling of, am I doing enough? And that's what the voice in my head has been saying. Oh. I did that thing today but I never did that much or I feel like I'm not doing enough 
so then I've been questioning that voice and saying on whose rules <laughs> like who says I'm not doing enough is it because I feel like I want to be doing more genuinely or is it because the way society has programmed us we feel like we always need to be doing a million things and why am I undermining the things I am doing so yeah that's kind of how I navigate things now is I start questioning everything and like any reoccurring or negative thoughts I have I'm questioning is it really true and is it true for me or is it somebody else's opinions is it society's opinions and just basically what do I really want and what really is going to make me feel good and what's been helping me is creating new beliefs for myself that I am doing enough and I don't have to do things in the most stereotypical way. I can do it in ways that feel good for me. And the most important thing is that I do feel good if I'm doing nothing and if I'm doing things. Like there's no point in me pushing at things if they don't even feel good. Like if I were to use this podcast for an example, I started it for a very genuine and um, personal reason to me and because I really want to share a a good message in the world and so I have to come back to that while I'm starting this and remember to enjoy the process I think that's what I'm trying to say like I want to feel good while I'm doing it and not put pressure on it or put pressure on myself that I'm not doing enough like I want to feel good when I'm doing this thing that I love So I don't know if that makes any sense or will resonate with anybody but that is what is going on for me this week and I'm only sharing because that is exactly what I want to do on this podcast. I want to be honest about what's going on for me and and yeah how I'm genuinely feeling but it's not in any way for like a pity party or for sympathy um it's really not what I want and I'm not being bad to myself either like I'm not berating myself I'm giving myself love and I'm doing all the right things and I truly believe that I'm in the exact place I need to be in the right time and I'm learning all the things that I need to learn right now and if we didn't have these moments then we wouldn't learn from them and I'm all about learning, questioning the beliefs, um, making sure that I feel happy um, with everything in my life and yeah so that's me but anyway we're gonna get on to the interview. I really hope you enjoy it. As I said it was an absolute pleasure for me and it felt like a <laughs> I want to say eureka moment where I thought yeah this is why I started this podcast to have conversations like this and share messages like this and she's just the loveliest loveliest girl woman (laughs) we speak about that in the interview you'll get it in a sec um and I really hope you enjoy so here we go 
I am so excited to welcome another incredible guest to the podcast today. She is a singer-songwriter from Scotland. She won Best Pop Act at the Scottish Music Awards. Her music regularly plays on shows like Radio 1 and fans of her music include Elton John and Cindy Lauper. I wasn't have her on the podcast. <laughs> Please welcome Bo Anderson. Hello. I'm always like stressed about getting out those intro bits right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I'm like that. When I get um when I'm releasing music and I have to do like IDs being like, hey guys, I'm Bo Anderson, swipe up for Spotify or whatever it is. I'm like, um hi, hi, hi. Forgot my own name. Yeah. It's so funny. People be like, have you got it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. And in my head, I'm like, I've not got it. I've not got it. That's the pressure, isn't it? It is. Well, how are you? How's 2024 been so far? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, it's been quite slow. Like the, well, I say that. January is always quite slow um, in the music industry. It's very like nothing's really happening. Everyone's mm. kind of still hibernating which I find quite difficult because I'm not really one to sit still. But also I'm like, you should you should switch off, you know. Um, so I actually went, I had Christmas in London with my friends for the first time. Mm -hmm. But then in January, um, I went back to Scotland again because there was just nothing on. And I was like, you should go see the family and see some friends and just yeah. chill. Good excuse but, to, to get to the motherland. Um, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the motherland. The motherland. I don't know where that came from. I love um, it. So patriotic. So, well, there's a lot of reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast, but one big reason is that your song Twenties. I feel like if there was an anthem for this podcast, it would be that. Like, uh... feeling like everybody else got their shit together. Like, if anyone hasn't heard it, just go listen to it, and you'll understand what I mean. But obviously it goes on about other people having houses and families and that. And you're still sleeping mm. on your friend's couch. And I 100% relate. Like I have one pal especially and she's just had a baby. And I feel like every time she's had a big moment, like she got engaged, she got married, she had a baby. My life was in like very different places. Yeah. The day that I recorded the trailer for this podcast, I was like, oh my God, what a big deal. Like did my trailer. And she was like, I've just given birth. <laughs> <laughs> you're I was like, like yeah, not quite the same I guess I've given birth to a podcast but um yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's so good so 20s is a bop and oh thank you so what made you write it in the first place honestly I wasn't even like planning to release that song I think I just I was getting really overwhelmed and I had a day with um, the Kingdoms and a girl called Sophie Simmons. She's incredible. A woman, not a girl. She's a woman. She's a woman. I do that all the time. And then I'm like, a girl. I'm like, she's not a girl. We're not girls. We're women. Um, <laughs> but she's she's incredible. Um, and so are the Kingdoms. And I basically, it was, I wrote in my notes, like, 20s. And I was like, I just feel like your 20s are so overwhelming. I don't feel like I'm doing anything right. A boy had just like basically ghosted me and got a new girlfriend. Life was all just a bit like chaotic, and I had different friends from back home, like living, like you're saying, living completely different lives to me. 
And I feel like in your 20s, there's such a like, from 20 to 30, there's such a broad kind of plan of what your life could, should and shouldn't be. And everyone's different. Whereas in school and that, I feel like you grow up kind of at the same pace. Mm-hmm. So I was just a bit overwhelmed. And I, I basically was like, right, as like, I write a song called 20s but I was just using it as a day of therapy like I I sometimes go into the studio and I'm like I just I just need to like write this to get it off like out my head and stuff and just kind of like feel better after it and like I wrote it and like I liked it but I was never like oh yeah I'm like buzzing <laughs> about this song which is really I don't know maybe I shouldn't say that I don't know but I write a lot of music so like not every day is, I'm like yeah this is amazing um I just kind of used it as a as a way of like therapy and then it just did well on TikTok and then I actually said no to releasing it at first really my label yeah 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 my label were like um yeah it's doing well we should maybe release it and I was on the phone to my manager like nah like this doesn't sound like me sonically I think I I'd got really into my head about what my sonic was which kind of was limiting what, what does I could that mean do. um so like sonically, I love soul music. I love pop records, but I love soul music. That is like, like that is why I started singing because of soul music and like listening to old classic, like amazing soul singers like Aretha Franklin and like Donny Hathaway and Al Green and all these amazing people. And so my first kind of records were, were they were still pop, but they were, they had a kind of soul element Mm-hmm. And I think for so long, I kind of got stuck in this, like, place of I want everything to be, like, really soulful. And it limited, like, how how I would work because um, I would kind of put myself in this box of, oh, that melody is too like this, that's too like that. Can't have guitars like that because that's not soul, that's, like, pop, too pop. And mm-hmm. I just got into my, my own head too much. And then I think 20s was, like, the kind of turnaround of being, like, oh okay like this is actually resonating with people and I it's funny now because it's like one of my favorite songs to play live but at the time I was just like on the phone to my manager like no I was like I I don't I don't uh we'll give it to another TikTok artist I was like (laughs) I don't know we'll do something with it we'll give it to someone um and then it just kind of got to the point where videos were doing well and it was just a bit like you'd be silly not to so then I did release it and I'm really grateful I did and I do love the song and it's just like a chapter of my life that was very much needed to be said I feel mm-hmm. um, I think like um, you said because it was like very personal to you in that moment and basically like a therapy session is probably yeah. why so many people relate to it because you weren't just trying to create a good song you were just getting something off your chest that a lot of people do feel and do feel that pressure Definitely. Like, I think that really opened my eyes to being like, oh, I'm not alone in this feeling. Like, what other people feel it? What? Like, I never, like, in the past, a lot of the time when I wrote, like, I'd write about experiences that I'd had, but I wouldn't, had this thing that I wouldn't be as, I'd be a bit more vague. I wouldn't be as specific because mm. I thought no one feels the way I do specifically. That's too specific. But actually, by doing it, I've realized that, like, so many people feel the same way and actually as as humans we're all quite not similar we're all unique but 
I feel like the feelings that we feel can kind of be split into little sections and like you have your kind of your own niche journey but like we all still have um similar feelings of our experiences it's, it's really I don't know if that makes sense but it just really opened my eyes to be like wow we really do all feel the same like in our in our own journey but mm-hmm. in the pressures of life and then from then I've just been like really specific I mean to the point though that sometimes when I'm in a writing session people will be like I think that's a little too specific and I'm like <laughs> no 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 I'm like I love it <laughs> like let's put it in you know um yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to not overthink it these days and just have fun. Because when you have fun, that's when you write the good stuff. Yeah, 100%. And like, I think I've been thinking about that with like, music I listen to, maybe I don't relate to the exact specific lyrics. Like, say it's Olivia Rodrigo and she's speaking about, mm. like, driver's license went mad. But like, I don't have yeah. that exact story. But you can pinpoint a story in your life that made you feel the same feelings and then you like relate to the whole song definitely yeah definitely it's like a feeling even just like the structure of the song and the chord progressions like it just gives you that feeling and it puts you in a moment of like for for example with that song like when you had your first love or when you were like a teenager in high school and you really liked someone and they didn't like you back um it just like takes you back to those days mm-hmm. which I think is really cool yeah yeah I don't know if this is vague I was just thinking when you were speaking there like I wonder why it is that we like music like that is it like I mean right now you're doing a thing on TikTok where you're literally writing songs for your fans which is amazing oh yeah (laughs) and actually they're so good and oh my god it just shows like what a great songwriter you are because you're taking people's personal things and writing a song about it but I think it's that it's hearing ourselves in somebody else's words maybe I don't know yeah I think it's just healing it's almost like sometimes you hear songs that you didn't realize you needed to hear Mm -hmm. and that you almost didn't realize that you felt but there's something in something really comforting and hearing something and it resonating with you and whatever emotion it does like I don't know I think there's just something really cool about that yeah 100% Um, yeah it's crazy music huh <laughs> music it's crazy music it's crazy it's crazy that's your great that's your uh, great oh yeah can we swear oh can we swear no. it's called don't have my shit together you can 100 percent. oh yeah oh god that was a moment no I every don't... episode i've marked as explicit or whatever it's called oh love that i swear like a trooper god me too it's bad it's bad sometimes i forget as well Especially on a microphone, if I'm tracking. I don't know why I said microphone, I should have just said mic. But when I track, <laughs> I'm like, microphone? When I track music, if I mess up, I'm always like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, sorry, I've got a potty mouth. Um, <sighs> so it kind of relates to what we've been speaking about, but I've realised there's something about your music that made it so different for me, and I've just put my finger on it, and it's not the biggest revelation ever but you don't write so many songs about love or like not recently they're like no. specific things um like body image or anxiety and stuff like that and mm. I would have loved 
not would have loved like I loved that kind of songs when I was going through my breakup because I didn't fucking want to hear love songs I didn't want to even really hear heartbreak songs because they made me feel worse like I just wanted neutral songs and I realized they were so hard to find um so is that a choice or is it just whatever's going on in your life I think yeah I think like I I do write sometimes about love and heartbreak and stuff but I think quite often the like kind of my life experiences I don't know I've just like it always seems to be the ones that are about my life that isn't to do with like relationships and love that's what kind of resonates Mm -hmm. um but not even that I'm it's, it's not I'm not like oh I should write about this life thing because people will resonate with that like sometimes I do write things and I'm like I don't know if that's relatable but it is to me um I find it hard to write happy love songs. Hmm. Don't really do it. Unless the only time I do it is if, um, so I write a lot for for other stuff too. Like I write for pitch and for dance records um, just because I love writing music. And it's kind of fun because it's it's a different, you can, it's a bit more freeing, I guess, in the sense that you're just kind of, whatever feels good is what you go with. Mm-hmm. Um so I write for 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 kind of like dance records and uplifting like what do you want to hear in a club or a rave or whatever, things like that. I, um, I, I kind of write about love and happy stuff, but I don't know. I it's just not natural to me. It's really hard to write a happy love song and do it well. Yeah, um, imagine. And yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah, I mean, how many ways can you say I'm so happy? I'm so happy. I'm, in love. I'm so happy. <laughs> You're great. Yeah, no, literally. And also, like, I don't know. I think I just have, I've had, like, in the past, I've had some, like, really bad relationships that have been really unhealthy and they've been really, like, controlling and stuff. So for me, like, I have this kind of, like, bitterness towards, like, relationships sometimes because, like, like I'm I'm happy I'm in a relationship now and he's amazing but just the past experiences that I've had have really like I got baggage like I got trauma that I need to deal with and I think I've just I just I don't know it's just I think it's because it's not like what you see in the films and it's mm-hmm. and even healthy relationships and good relationships aren't all plain sailing like there's still challenges and there's still you still both have to work on it and like make an effort and it's not do you know what I mean like it's not actually all as straightforward as like what you get taught when you grow up if anything it's kind of the opposite of that um so I don't know I find it quite hard sorry that went a bit deep there but uh, I love we love deep here yeah yeah (laughs) I'm like "Ah." (laughs) um yeah, so I find I find it quite hard. It is a skill to to write, and I'm sure like one day I will. But I I mean I do, but in the dance world, so it's just completely different. Mm-hmm. But and maybe like I feel like people still want the slightly unrealistic love songs and movies and that. Like we want to watch them because we want oh, to believe yeah. that it's that it's out there, even though mm. we know it's not realistic. Like. I feel like we just cling on to it, maybe. Yeah, it's like that inner child, like the innocence of it is like so magical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is great. And like there definitely is moments of that. But 
I think when you think that something can be so perfect, even if it's even if it's slightly not, you then kind of are like, oh, what? Like, what's wrong? You know, like. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's life. As Ronan Keaton said, it's a roller coaster or whatever. Just gotta like, ride it. You just gotta ride it. Literally, <laughs> it is. Um. Okay, so. You've now done like a lot of amazing gigs and been like support act to really mm. cool artists and also your music just plays everywhere. Didn't I, I seen on your story one of your pals it was playing was it America? Oh Miami. Yeah. Mm. Care. Yeah. See that. Yeah. And I'll just Play be like listening to a random Spotify playlist and up your pop and it's just amazing. There she is. Mm. It happened to me. it happened to me in a coffee shop, and I get really embarrassed, even if I'm on my own and no one knows. I'm like, this is so embarrassing, and then I'm like, no, wait, no one knows. It's fine, it's fine. But then I'm like, oh, it happened as well. We went to TK Maxx, me and my housemate, and uh, one of my songs came on, and then he just looked at me, and then he asked, he said to the woman that was serving him, "What do you think of this song?" And she was like, mm, I I think she was Arabic. And she was like, oh, I prefer like songs not in English. Uh, my daughter would like it. Anyway, we then get to the door and then my housemate's like to the security guard, what do you think of this song? And I'm literally like mortified. Oh like, and then he's like, oh, it's her song. And I was like, it's fine. You don't need to like it. It's just like, please get me out of here. Oh my like, God. I hate that. <laughs> it's like, I don't like this. Um, so that was quite funny. Oh my but, God. As if he's like literally making it worse for you. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm so embarrassed right now. Like, so embarrassed. Yeah. So, when you're doing these things and all the time it's getting bigger and bigger, do you feel like you're able to be present and enjoy the things? Or do you ever experience like imposter syndrome? Or how is it for you? Yeah, all the time. I do, I do try and be present. But the the kind of the one problem with like music and and not even music, just like in general now with like social media and success of businesses and stuff, you're only as big as your next big like hit or number. Yeah. Um so like and like the highs don't last very long. So like say you get like a million plays on an Instagram reel, you're like, oh amazing. And then your followers go up and they do another video and the numbers go up and up and up. And then for like a week, you're getting thousands and thousands of like new Instagram followers. The highs there for a sec, but as soon as that slows down, like you just like the feeling of just like, oh man, like Jesus, right. Okay. Like I gained 10,000 followers or 13,000 followers, but like now it's stopped Mm -hmm. and trying to be I do try to be present in moments and stuff but I think um, I'm quite bad for just constantly like wanting to have more and more and that's not healthy like you shouldn't be like that because even when you're like as big as you know like Lewis Capaldi doesn't mean that you're going to be happy because you're just as big as your next big song and that's a really unhealthy way to look at it and I think it's good to be aware of that and know that you know, like I had to, I think I actually wrote a song about it. One day I was just like, the, my value of who I am is not reflected on a number. Mm. 
like it's not it's not a number it doesn't define me and who I am but it's so easy as an artist or or as an influencer or any form of social media business stuff like it is so easy to feel like you're a failure if your numbers aren't growing or your your song's not blown up or you're you know it's so easy to get into like an unhealthy mindset um and I think it's just being aware of it like I I am like when I released 20s like that's probably I think that's my best streaming song I don't really check numbers I don't like doing it I checked today and it is did you (laughs) My mum my mom and dad will be like, oh, this is going up by this much. And I'm like, don't tell me. I don't want to. I'm like, yeah. Lovely. I want to say it was 38 million. Is that's it? Like, oh, geez, that's quite good. Like, literally, like, you're like, wait, just now, let I me I was check. like, wait, I literally just had it up. Yeah. 38 30. million. Oh, banging. Not too shabby. I'll be like but your like mum. I'll be texting you. Yeah, no. It's gone up to 40 million. God, I'm like that person that's like, I don't want to do. Because you can get obsessive with numbers and then it doesn't become about the music in that, eh? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, yeah, like, for me, like, a good example of numbers and stuff that made me really, like, whoa, this is, like, you need to, like, separate, like, who you are as a person in comparison to the numbers. So, like, 20s was my best streaming song, but I was probably the most unhappy at that time. And I wasn't, like, diagnosed with depression, but I definitely think that I was I was crying every day. I was miserable. I was constantly, like, looking for the next thing and, like, felt so lost. And I, I it's crazy because I think people would look at you and think, oh my god she's doing great she's got this so she's got that but like when it's yourself mm-hmm. you're constantly looking at other people and what they're doing so I don't know it was just really bizarre like I feel like people would be like oh you're doing amazing like you got this you got that and I'm like but inside and mentally I was like so unhappy and mm-hmm. so stressed all the time and like I'm I'm definitely in a better place now but you still have that like kind of that mentality of oh but what if it comes I exercise I journal I do things to try and like keep it at bay but you've always got this kind of like if I have multiple bad days is it going to like gradually come back and that's quite scary but I think it's just yeah numbers are definitely like it's it's unhealthy and and Mm. it's it's really I mean it's good to be aware of it and kind of take a step back and be like you're not based off a number because when you have big numbers, you still don't feel happy, you know? So, yeah, it's now oh, a bit heavy there, but it's 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 crazy how much, it, like, nowadays, like, people compare themselves to a number in, online in a popularity yeah. kind of thing. Which, uh, social media can be great for so many things as well. And, like, it, you can meet new people and you can find your people and you can, like feel less alone by following accounts that really relate to you and there is great sides to social media but I think just as an artist sometimes with the numbers you gotta like step back and be like right this is amazing find that this didn't do well this is not this does not represent who I am as a person and this does not define me but you've always got your little like voices being like and then it's like the angel and the devil and it's it's not easy sometimes, but I also love what I do and I wouldn't want to do anything else. So it's like, you know, it's just finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of smiling when you were talking, not because I'm smiling at what you were saying, but yeah. because 
that's the literally my whole reason for starting this podcast is mm-hmm. what you said like somebody could be looking at you especially when 20s was taken off and be like oh well she's set now like that's it like she must be like living the dream but you just have no idea what's going on behind the scenes yeah. in everybody's life yeah no you're so right it's so true mm-hmm. um okay we'll round off so you've been teasing a new song and I was obsessed with it from the first few words I heard because again I 100% relate Uh. (laughs) and um so it's called 12 minute walk and it's basically about the experience of being a woman and not being able to I mean I'm saying it for you maybe you can say it in your own words oh yeah um Obviously, you've lived in London for a long time. I've only lived in London a few periods. And I would say London was the worst experiences I had. Like, even just trying to walk to the tube station to go on a night out. And I was in a full coat, like, full-length coat. And this car and this man followed me all the way to the tube station. And then I just cried and went home and didn't even go on my night out. Because I thought, if I can't even get to the tube station safely, how am I supposed to get home at whatever time in the morning? And um, it's just horrible. It's a horrible thing that women, I don't mean just women, actually, like people go through. But yeah, yeah. I mean, was there a specific moment that made you write that or was it just frustration building up? Um, It was actually, I wrote it with my my friend Nick Bradley, who I write like a lot of my stuff with. Like he's an amazing writer. Um, and I like feel comfortable enough around him to like talk about these things. So I did it with him and a guy called Louis Cole. And like we'd we'd talked about it briefly about like Nick had this idea of walking in someone's shoes, like what it would be like. And then we just kind of like got into discussions of what it actually is like. Cause he's like a big lad, you know, he's 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 like not scared of that kind of stuff we, we just got talking about it and I was like you hear footsteps behind you and you're like waiting to see if they're coming for you or if they're going past you like city mappers taking me sometimes down roads that are not lit but it's the quickest way to get to the station and yeah. if I went the other way around I'd have to go like way 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 back on myself so I've literally like ran down dark roads to get it back to the light to the main road and we just got talking about it and then thought it was like a really important message and we wanted to do it right and then um, 12 minute what is called 12 minute walk because it's a 12 minute walk exactly from the station to my house mm. um which is always a bit dodgy and people approach you and it's always a bit weird so that's why we called it 12 minute walk but I just wanted to write it because I think just walking a whole walking home alone at night can be terrifying and I've had friends that have been attacked and obviously I've heard awful stories of people being attacked and I've had some horrible experiences I think I think to be honest most people have had experiences of some sort where they've been approached or they've had people follow them or people like whistle from a van or shout at you or and you're not even like dressed up they're just like want to try you know I don't know what I don't know what the name is to be honest but mm. yeah I think it's just important to like raise awareness and there there's loads of apps and stuff helplines and I guess this is just a song about it because it's just really messed up mm. that people aren't safe to walk home alone at night it is something I've realized is like I mean I don't know a lot about the nervous system but if you want to speak about fight or flight like if I see somebody walking towards me my whole body is like 
it's ready it's ready to go it's... and then it could be like nothing but just anything sets it off so true mm-hmm. I like won't hear I won't uh, wear headphones like I'll hold on to my phone and my keys to make sure that like I'm not that no one's going to take anything from me wild yeah. it's so crazy so so crazy well I hope it does come out because I love it and I'm excited to hear it all I know I am working on it folk definitely will relate yeah I know people keep being like when's it coming out and I'm like I promise it is I'm just it just takes a bit of time to you know get things done and finished (laughs) right I've got one question that I ask everybody at the end I should have asked you before to give you time to think about it but I'll, I'll put you on the spot um what's one way this week that you don't have your shit together Oh God, so many things. I had a bank card that was out of date by two years and I didn't realise. That's pretty big. Oh, no, here you go. I bought a new iPhone a week ago, still not set up. Oh my God. I would be too buzzing. Well, yeah, I was, but then I got really drunk on the weekend and then all week I've been busy and I'm really bad for putting things off. So I've got a nice, lovely new iPhone and I've not set it up yet. You should do it right after this. I should. I should. I will. I'll do it today. That's that's happening. I'll do it today. Even so, we've all got those bloody things that we just don't get uh-huh. done. Even if they're exciting, like a new phone. Literally. If I was a kid, I would have been buzzing. I would have been like, open it up. Would have been out the box immediately. Literally. Right. Let everybody know where they can find you. Um, I am Bo Anderson, B-O-W Anderson on everything everything youtube spotify amazon like everything amazing well thank you so much i really appreciate everything that you've shared you've been very open and that's all i could ever ask for and yeah yeah, totally the ethos of this podcast and everything that i want to share so thank you so much thank you for having me i mean it's amazing what you're doing i think it's great (laughs) thanks Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to follow the show on TikTok and Instagram at Don't Have My Shit Podcast. And if you loved the episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share a wee post on your story or share it with friends you think will love it too. If you feel so inclined, a review would also make me the happiest gal in the world. But most importantly, thank you for being here and I'll see you next week.